This is 15 Minutes to Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Nidell, and today's episode is Morning Mistakes. Today I'm going to share with you why having a plan in the morning that doesn't always work out can be the biggest blessing in the world if you allow it to be. So I've shared on more episodes than I care to count my morning ritual, right? I'll run through it just in case you're new to the show. There's things I do every morning to put myself in personal power. So there's journaling, right? I'm gonna, I'll walk you through the, the exact frame. Get out of bed. Alarm clock's not in the bedroom. It's in the bathroom. Get out, shut off the alarm. Typically use a restroom, right? Call it what it is. My bowels like to move early in the morning. Clean myself out. Go downstairs in our house. Now I have an infrared sauna. And I get set up with the infrared sauna. Now I've been putting a muse on, uh, a brain-sensing meditation device, sitting in the infrared sauna, turning the juve red light, something like I have here in the office, on, a a big stand-up unit, and sitting there meditating for 20 to 25 minutes while in the infrared sauna. As I get done with the meditation, I sit there and I journal whatever gifts come to me from that meditation. Then stand up, and I use the full-body juve 10 minutes on the front side, minimum, 10 minutes on the back side. A whole other episode about what the benefits are of that. From there, I I leave that part of our house, and I go and I make, now of all things, bulletproof coffee. I've never been a coffee fan. I don't like the way it tastes now, but I make it to create new neural pathways and to increase cognition. I do it for the health benefits, and I begrudgingly choke it down. Same time I'm making that, I'm making a green smoothie, and I've actually increased that working on healing my gut from the inside out. And I make about a pound of spinach, two cups of blueberries, a cup of cherries, some turmeric, some cinnamon, some brain octane, and I make like 60 ounces of smoothies that I'll drink after the gym. Then as I'm making those and those are blending, I typically sit at our island and I message Lynn and Gianna my notes of love, honor, and appreciation. I, I truly take stock in the quietness of the morning, all the things I'm grateful for. That's typical. That's what I love to have happen. That's when I feel the best. I leave there and I go to the boxing gym. I box with my trainer, Kevin. I box with him from typically 7.20 until about 8.30. And a good hour and 10 minutes of just really strict one-on-one work, at best two-on-one work. Leave there, call my wife on the way to the gym. I meet her at Lifetime Fitness and we train. We lift weights together. Then I try to leave there by 9.45, get to the office by 10, 10.05, and start my day. There were a lot of tries and maybes in there. Because that situation, although ideal, does not always fire at the capacity that I wish it would. As I progress and wear this whoop that I so adamantly describe as a life-changing device that shows me sleep quality, heart rate variation, variability, a whole bunch of other factors, I have to sometimes look and say, okay, I'm about to go to bed at 930 and it says I need eight and a half hours of sleep to maximize my my performance the next day. What do I have coming up the next day? What level of performance am I okay having? Okay, well, I'm going to have to give up something because there's only so many hours in the day and sleep is the most important component. So I'm going to have to sleep in later. But I'm going to get up at my normal scheduled time to see how I feel. I'm going to check in with my own body. Maybe there's a chance as I sleep, my REM sleep and my deep sleep, the number of sleep cycles I go through, are high enough to help me recuperate at a quicker level. That was last night. 
literally worked all day yesterday, sat in the office, recorded some incredible podcasts with my wife. We went and had date night, had dinners, had a little taco spot that her and I like. Left there, went home. I've never seen Breaking Bad before, so we've slowly started peeling back the layers of Breaking Bad and what that is, right? It makes me very curious as to what it would be like to cook meth. It seems like there's a lot of money in making that blue crystal, as they call it. Complete side note. I fall asleep on the couch. Go figure. Right By 9.30, I am toast. We go to bed around 10, and I just, I'm feeling the fact that this is going to be cut short. Like, my sleep is not going to be long enough. So my alarm clock goes off at 4.50. I bought myself back a little more time because I'm doing more and less. I get up at 4.50. I grab the phone. Like, you know, I still feel tired. I'm going to go back to bed. So I go back to bed from 5 until 6.15, 6.20. Which, of course, that, that hour and a half, hour and 20 minutes, hour and 10 minutes, that's very impactful and important time in my day. I do a lot with that time. I maximize that time, but not today. Well, kind of. You see, I was maximizing the time in a different capacity. I've decided as my life has progressed to no longer be slaves to a system that I created. Right? I created this fact of wanting to put myself in personal power. So if my body's screaming at me to pump the brakes for a second, I can listen for a moment. So I still get up. I still meditate. I still journal. I still use the Juve red light. I still use the infrared sauna. I still use the Muse. I still make the bulletproof coffee. I don't make a smoothie this morning because we're out of spinach because in my haste yesterday, I didn't make myself a note to buy more. No one else's fault other than my own. Chug down the bulletproof coffee, hop in the shower real quick, do the cold water shower I've been doing, really blast myself with cold water for two and a half or three minutes in a pretty big hurry because I got to get to the boxing gym. But I don't get to the boxing gym now till 7.45, 7.50, which is fine. Trainer doesn't care. He's got other clients to come in, but I can work by myself. So I work by myself until 9 or so. Leave there, head to Lifetime, do my normal workout, but a little abbreviated, a little quick, a little pep to my step. Listen, as I'm training to something called Holosync or Halosync or H-O-L-O-S-Y-N-C, It's binaural signaling with some auditory cues that help increase your self-confidence. For me, it's attracting money and success, right? I believe that there's so much to this universe that we don't understand that I'm going to use every tool, trick, hack that I possibly can find to better my position in life. So that's what I listen to when I train. It's a 32-minute session. So my training is done in 32 minutes. It also has to be done in 32 minutes because I have an important phone call with an incredible individual by the name of C.T., CT has had massive success with viral campaigns and branding campaigns, most recently for a guy down in Austin, Texas that owns a big supplement company. Happens to be, what uh, has a podcast, kind of be a thought leader. CT and I have a call scheduled at 10 o'clock. Well, the whole time I've been like rushing, my whole morning, I'm like, man, I'm just behind. And I'm telling myself the story that I'm behind. And I stop before the phone call. And I realize that nothing happens by chance. I go through all that it's taken for me to get to this moment to have this conversation with this man that's been in charge of hundreds of millions of viral video views. What has it taken for me to get there? It took being authentically vulnerable on this podcast. It took a 
now a good friend of mine, was always a friend or an acquaintance, but now I can call him a good friend, guy by the name of Ryan Daniel Moran, seeing this podcast on iTunes list, reaching out to me after four or five years, reconnecting, having me on his show. Ryan has grown, scaled, and sold Amazon businesses for multiple seven figures. It might even be eight figures. Don't really know. Invites me down to his mastermind in Austin, Texas. I share openly what I do at the mastermind. I meet CT there. We hit it off, but there's no business that we conduct. That wasn't the point of the meeting. The point was networking. Ryan then invites me back to the capitalism conference, which I was at last week, that CT happens to be at. As we're at a reception dinner, him and I happen to run into each other. We happen to have another conversation. I happen to tell him, look, I'm at the point in this business where I want to make a bigger impact. I need help getting this message out. I need help with branding and marketing. I need help with viral video content. Like, would you be willing to have a conversation with me to see if we align? That call was scheduled today. All those things could not have happened by chance. There's a guiding path that's weaving through the fabrics of life that I have to accept or what's getting me to this point in time. So I can't accept that that happened with some sort of divine intervention or the higher godlike self of me guiding me down this path without then also not accepting that that same thing had to happen this morning and to quit fighting the resistance of it and just go with the flow, literally go with whatever comes. So I sit down in the chair at Lifetime. There's these nice big brown leather chairs that really swallow your whole body just down the stairs. I think every Lifetime I've ever been to has these four brown chairs that all sit in the same spot. And I said, I'm going to take the phone call with CT. Now, we've got this call slighted for an hour. It's from 10 to 11. Well, CT and I know each other, right? We've had conversations. This is not an introductory phone call, but more of a get to know the team members that we have internally, what he does, how it's all structured, how it goes together. And the whole time up to this phone call, I've been feeling the stress up until the moment, literally right before I answer. And as I'm speaking with CT and I'm sharing with him all the pieces and parts that make me who I am, right? I assume he's never heard the podcast. I assume he has no idea who I am. And I just share very openly, just as I've shared with you over the years. In that conversation, I'm realizing I had to have this happen this very way. I had to have my morning interrupted because without the morning interruption, I would not have been slowed down to be taking the call in the gym. My plan was to have it right here in the office seat. But there's something so authentic about the gym for me because it's where I've spent so much time. We get to a point of his and I's conversation where I get to the death of my best friend, Miles. And I'm sharing with him how his passing affected me, how this office was built by him. I'm sharing with him what it meant to land in California May 17th before my wife and I's wedding having messages over and over again about my top one or two rankings on iTunes overall, looking up and seeing the sun and just realizing that like miles was there having the stuff with me that we put on the chair to commemorate him as a man and the value he had in my life because he wasn't there able to be there in physical presence. I then break down in tears in the gym, in these chairs there's enough power in that moment of sharing the story and walking myself back through the emotions that I felt because he's asking me from a marketing standpoint, from a branding standpoint, how did you feel when you saw that? And I can't put it into words. 
I can't put into words what that meant and how that felt. The rush of emotions is so raw and so pure that it comes back and he hears it. I'm whimpering on the phone. There's tears streaming down my face. And that's the essence of what he helps create. Those are the videos that he knows how to pilot. None of that is forced. None of that is fake. None of that is inauthentic. I've certainly shared that on this show more times than I care to count. I'm not afraid of or ashamed of my emotions just as I encourage you not to be. But here I sit going from this mindset all morning of, oh shit, I can't catch up, to wait, time out, take stock of where I'm at, nothing happens by chance, being present then in the moment with CT, being able to share so openly from a space that I find so much passion and power in myself. I love the gym. Love the way it makes me feel. Love to feel that connection to my soul as a heavy weight drops on the, on the floor and it shakes the whole building. I can feel it. And it provides such a beautiful space and time to be able to share this message with him that touches him in a level that he decides by the end of our phone call, which doesn't last an hour. It lasts an hour and 40 minutes. And by the time we wrap up our hour and 40 minute phone call, he says, it's just so obvious that we have to work together. You see, T- CT gets to be very selective from where he's at in the industry. CT is a man of high integrity with high aspirations, an incredible work ethic, and an amazing company to help grow and scale brands. And here I am having a phone conversation, breaking down in tears, waiting to almost be judged, right? Because that's what society would tell you, that when you show a vulnerability as a man, when you shed tears as a man, you're going to be judged. Well, I was. But I was judged in the most positive light possible, which I had no idea was coming. But I didn't run from those feelings. I owned them because they're mine. I share all this with you as a reminder that the plans that we make that get interrupted don't have to require us to feel additional stress and pressure. You see, I knew I needed more sleep last night, but I was trying to fight it this morning. There's that resistance, right? I'm going against the resistance. I'm going against the flow. Then I'm getting all my things done and going through the process of things that I find to be valuable Get to the backside of my day, not even backside, I I guess 10 o'clock is not the backside at all for most people, but I'm still fighting this. There's still this resistance. And then just by stopping and breathing and realizing that there is nothing that is happening that isn't supposed to happen, that every moment, just like this moment, is truly unique, special, and a gift, that I have to find peace in this. I have to just be here now in the moment and connect with CT and see what comes. And seeing what comes has created this beautiful partnership that will evolve my brand, this show, my relationship with people like you to a much different level. So that leads me to ask you, where in your life are you fighting against like the resistance that's coming in your life? To me, the gym is an easy one, right? We're past the New Year's resolution part. We're to the fact of, look, now it's getting down to the hard work. But there's a chance the commitment you made at the first part of the year to go to the gym just doesn't feel right to you. You're going, you're working out, you're going through the motions, but it's just miserable. There's so much resistance there. What about boxing? 
What about CrossFit? What about a triathlon? What about swimming or biking? What about running? What about taking classes? What about yoga? Like what we had set out as the path that we had to walk down, especially as it pertains to business, does not have to be the path that we finish on. It's okay to alter from the trajectory that you thought was possible. And not only there, but certainly inside of relationships. But you start out on a path with a man or woman, and you plan on this being the one. You spend 18 months, two years, three years. If you're like me, it could be four or five years trying to convince yourself that the voice inside of you that's screaming at you this isn't right is wrong. And so you're going against the resistance consistently. You're trying to convince yourself of what you already know in your soul to be the truth. You're trying to convince yourself of the opposite. How much different would your life look if you just went with what you knew was right? And you freed up the time and space and energy to find the right partner and allowed the grace and space to happen for your current partner to go find the same because you are not serving one another. Then maybe it's in business, right? Maybe the crazy morning you had like I had, maybe the phone calls that get interrupted, maybe the emails that bounce and hit the spam box, maybe all those were just supposed to happen to create resistance to show you that those things weren't needed in that time. What if you just went with it? What if you didn't let the little things bother you to the point that it interrupted hours of your day? How much better would you feel? See, what I can guarantee you is when you stop going against the grain and start trying to figure out and going with the flow of the energy that comes into your life, every day after, you'll be able to get shit done.